Jackson on you. <laughs> Me and Jackson okay. had a daughter. We named her Jackania. What kind of family? You know. <laughs> but, but yeah, we were just, you know, giving you everything you wanted. Some very relatable topics. Um, did we talk about the DUI? <laughs> no, we did not. I didn't catch the DUI. So do you want to bring back? I don't, we don't necessarily have to. I will say that... Oh, I don't know. Uh, we didn't you, get the DUI. You guys. know what's crazy? I feel like as as hard as people come down on American celebrities mm. for being for going to jail or running in trouble with the law, I oh. feel like in some ways it's a part of our culture now. But when I look at countries like Korea or China or Japan, some or, conservative ones. Yeah, more conservative <laughs> ones. Whenever I find out how often and how many of their celebrities are in trouble with the law, I'm like, I thought y'all was supposed to be on the up and up. I'm mm. I mean, I know that's all a miscon- uh, preconceived notion. Right, yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Because they think that we're all wild. We are not yeah, which all we're not, wild. Yeah. There are plenty of, I mean, so, okay, in America, conservatives and liberals are, are separated into two parties, which, of course, is not the end-all, be-all it is not at all. of how conservatives and liberals are actually separated. Because not a lot of liberals are full liberal and not a lot of conservatives are full conservative. Exactly. Most people are in the middle, but there's no political party that is strong enough they had to pick a that side. supports the middle. So you have to pick a side, which one you agree with most. So we just voted in a Republican president, right? Right. Which means that there are way more conservatives, I'm using air quotes for those of you who can't see, which is pretty much everybody listening to this. <laughs> right, you can talk against. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, which means there are more conservatives or people with more conservative views or who at least wanted a more conservative president. Not that we got that. No. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, a man who commits adultery, I don't consider him conservative. Yes? No? No. Me? Just me? (laughs) Everybody's like, but he he represents a family. I'm like, whose family? Right. Because he has about seven. Like, which family does he represent more? (laughs) Like, please, explain that one to me. Either way, I'm just saying, so... Like, like you said, people have this misconception that America is like a very free-spirited, wild, individualistic kind of society. And in some ways we are, and in some ways we're not. Right. Whereas in my head, I had it that Korea was very um, conservative, very mm. patriarchal, which it is very conservative, very patriarchal. And it is, I've noticed for sure, especially after getting into K-pop and K-dramas, it is a very... I don't want to use the term herd mentality because I feel like that's some people might take that the wrong way. But I mean, if there's something that's popular, it is popular all over Korea for everybody. You know, nobody like uh, a few years ago they had the honey butter chips. Everybody had to have the chips. They had the little knit hat. Everybody had the knit hat. They have the little uh, bunny ear thing. Everybody right. Has to Everyone have the has the freaking thing. thing. Yeah. Oh. They they had a particular shoe at one point that was really popular. Oh, the dad shoes. Now, first of all, dad shoes are popular all over the world, so I'm not saying everybody in Korea hopped on dad shoes while everybody else was on something else. Right. Dad shoes have been pop, have been was on the come up like a year or two ago. It's still kind of popular, but not as popular as it was like a year or two ago. Either way, I feel like in the West, some people have it, right? Some people, you'll see a few people like, oh, that's cute, that's the bunny hat or whatever. But everywhere you go in Korea, everybody has about a uh, bunny hat. Idol, no idol. Yes. Actor, no yes. actor. Yeah. Variety show, no variety show. Yeah. It's a bunny hat. Oh, those stupid glasses that I hate so much. That animated looking glasses. Uh-huh. Like everybody had to have them. Like, yeah. like, so that's why it's, to me, in some ways, hard to believe that everybody would hop on the train of sexual assault. <laughs> DUI. 
that like like of all the trends to hop on Korean celebrities can we hop on the nice ones right come on like I mean for what was that 2017 where almost everybody had a charge I mean, yes they were coming out of the woodwork they was like oh new Taemin this five year old little boy who appeared on a drama <laughs> one time got accused and I was like five I think you're overreacting lady <laughs> he's five what could he have possibly known I mean, I, I know some five-year-olds are a little bit more yeah, educated than others, but still, I'm like, come on, sister. He ain't mean to smack your booty. He thought he thought you were a chair. Anyway, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, I just didn't think of so many people. Yeah, being accused. The, I think, the, I think like the number of people of, have, that have gotten in trouble with the law is bigger than I thought. Mm. That's the only thing. I mean, yes, of course, every every country has law and every country has law enforcers law breakers so i mean you have those in place for a reason you know what i mean you have right. laws for a reason and then you have law enforcement because people tend to break those laws but i didn't think so many celebrities would do it especially since they like to make it out like korean celebrities are virgins mm. that are all buddhist or catholic and you know what i mean they don't they yeah. never do anything wrong in their exactly. lives they're perfect and then you t- it turns out they're all heathens yes. with six kids hidden somewhere <laughs> and a baby mom who they abuse. Mm, I'm just like, mm, y'all, right. y'all are doing me dirty over here. <laughs> I, I thought it was just us, but no, okay, this is all over the world, okay, okay, I see, okay. I, that's why I'm, I'm not going to say I've shattered my expectations, but the pre- the the what am I trying to say? The thought that Asian people are more virtuous than, than other people, I've totally get, gotten over. Exactly, that. yeah, me too. I was the, like, wait, oh, okay. The thought that they're healthier and skinnier, gotten over. The thought that they're smarter, I'm over. Actually, I've, I've noticed that those are not true. Okay. <laughs> Actually, for me, I didn't really get over it until I started talking on this uh, app mm-hmm. where it's like a language exchange app. You know the app. I'm not just. I'm just not gonna call it out right now. Yeah. But, um, some guy came up to me talking about some so you're wild basically basically the preconception that you know all americans are just wild maybe all african americans are wild so yeah, i was I mean, like no and i'm like maybe it's because i think that all <laughs> at, at that point like did i think all koreans specifically koreans not other asians but koreans were conservative is that why he thinks all americans or african americans are wild <laughs> yeah. So that that made me think. Okay, Alicia, maybe you should turn it, tone it down. Tone it down. <laughs> maybe we need to stop thinking of each other like this. Yeah, I know. I know people do tend to think African Americans, and this is not even just outside of America. No, even in America, right. African Americans have a very loud mm. image, mm-hmm. and I don't just mean loud like volume. No, I mean no. like we're colorful, we're extra, we dance everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. We, you know what I mean? Which in some cases, in some ways, mm. we do right. feed into. Right. We're, we're an excitable people. But <laughs> in other ways, for people, this is the problem with preconceived notions or stereotypes. It's like for you to just think blanketly think that without right. getting to know me. First right, exactly. That's the problem. Now, if you got to know me and Alicia, I will say that I do break out in song and dance pretty often. Mm. I do. I will admit that. But it's not because I'm black. <laughs> it's not. You no, know it's I mean? not. That's it's not, not the reason why. That's not the reason it why. It just so happens that I'm black exactly. and do it. Yes. It's mostly because I'm from New Orleans and we all do. Like, I think if we're going to blanket it, we're blanketed across the city. I mean, 
there are white people in this city who will break out in song and dance. Mm. There are Asian people who have lived here their whole lives who will break out the song and dance. There are Latino people who live here. There are people from countries you've never even heard of. As soon as they move here, what's the first thing they do? Break out in song and dance. <laughs> Dead serious. Not even joking. My There's a video true. of a Caucasian lady on that was making this rounds on Facebook, and she was doing, you know, the the footwork. Yeah, the second do. second line. Footwork. And I'm like, is that Miss Breeder? <laughs> Like I probably shouldn't have shout out nobody's name, but yeah, I'm just saying. Did, did it not look like her? Did you see it? No, I didn't. It see looked it. just <laughs> like Miss Breeder, and I was honestly like, but this is the thing, Miss Breeder's from upstate New York. But if anybody would learn footwork, it'd be her. You know what I mean? Like if any, if any of my white teachers would learn footwork, it'd be her. So I'm like. I'm dead. I promise you that's Miss Peter, but you never know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, we live in the world of stink. People break out in song and dance anyway. Mm-hmm. So it has nothing to do with me being black. But it's the same thing with, like, Koreans. Like, them being virtuous has nothing to do with them being Korean per se. Right. I know a lot of people like to tie the two together, but it really has to do with the way you were raised. Exactly. Because I was really going to say, not only because I'm raised in New Orleans, but because music it, it's like a vein in my family mm. like every event there's music music every like literally every event there's music church there's music like there's no stopping the music actually mm. so yeah i think i'm dead in the water tonight sister that's what it looks like <laughs> i'm gonna just go home then but uh not gonna keep wasting my gas i'll tell you that much mm-hmm. but uh go by your favorite spot well, one of your favorite spots, that pizza joint. I'm, I'm on a magazine. That's why I thought. I was thinking about going in the French Quarter to mm. see what happened. <laughs> We're talking about Little Brick Avenue. Y'all know what we do. Laredo <laughs> printing. But uh, there was another topic I wanted to have, but I kept talking about stereotypes and I lost it. Okay. Well, we'll come back <laughs> with that one as soon as I type in the passwords, my, my, my spot. So thank you guys for listening. Yes. If there are any, if you can comment, Tell us of some uh, stereotypes that you broke. You know, like, it's, it's a good thing to break stereotypes. It's mm. a good thing to break your own preconceived yes. conception. And it's a good thing to break others. You know what I mean? So if you were the one to teach people, no, that is not how exactly. we act. Because I know people have a lot of stereotypes. Just like people have a lot of stereotypes against people of color, they have a lot of stereotypes against white people, too. Right. Let's not act like we don't. Like, I hate when people are like, oh, no, there's no such thing as reverse racism. First of all, there is. Mm. But instead of calling it reverse racism, let's just call it all racism. Right. Like, we exactly. don't, I don't think we have to call it reverse no. racism. No, it's just all racism. Because everybody's like, oh, but racism is when a person of power, you know, uh, whatever, a person that's not in power. Mm. I don't think that's the only way to mm-hmm. classify racism. Racism is when you use your incorrect preconceived notions to judge somebody, mistreat somebody, insult somebody. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like people of color have the ability to do that to to people who are considered not of color. Mm. Whether they do or not, or what degree they do it in, may be quantifiable, but Mm. that doesn't mean that it's not done. Wow. All right, you guys. So if you have any thoughts on DUIs, or breaking laws let me know in the comment section i'm not encouraging you to do it don't do it don't break a law yes don't <laughs> but if you did let me know tell me if you'd serve time or not thank you guys for listening this is everything you wanted with your girls we will see you guys in the next one yeah the ice cream the point was that's what the thing was.
together everything you wanted with your girl Alicia, aka Enough to Believe in. Speedy, I'm sorry. And your girl Jay Banyal, aka Speedy Gonzalez, for the one time. For the one time. <laughs> and well, let's mess it up with you know. Remember, let's bring it back to what yesterday was because I just want to you know theme it up. Yesterday was King's Day in New Orleans, in New which Orleans. we did not research to give you any history, but she's gonna do it right now. So <laughs> Oh, she's so dangerous. King's Day. Okay, Google. Yeah. Okay, Google. We probably should have researched it before we, we pressed that. Give us information on King's Day. No, I had to unlock it. Okay, Google. <laughs> <laughs> what information do you have on King's Day? I found this on the web. She's not giving me any information. <laughs> okay, the frequently asked questions all oh, the copyright let's see okay, I have it says from that day through Mardi Gras that's nothing king cake parties will be rigor I can't read that word especially since I'm driving y'all so right that just is weird to say here we go what is the story okay so apparently there is no reason for king's night sheesh that's when we have our first king cake yeah. and we're about to have first king cake <laughs> and so king's day is the start of Mardi Gras season, season yes. in New Orleans and also known as carnival season right and I was told on the news earlier today that it's like now this, this year around it's going to be 7 days yeah it's, uh, Mardi Gras is until March 5th I think yeah. so it's a long like, Mardi Gras is usually beginning mid February so it's usually about a month almost two months on, or exactly two months on, it's, actually. It's based on seasons or something like that? Or yeah. It, I, my question is, does it, it goes off of when spring starts. Right, exactly. That's what I was saying. Because whenever spring, so whenever Easter, Passover, mm-hmm. spring is supposed mm-hmm. to happen, you come back 40 days, that's the beginning of Lent. Right. Then you have to, then Mardi Gras is the day right before Lent. Right. It's also known as Shrove Tuesday mm-hmm. for anybody who is more learned. Where we sell pancakes for the homeless or whatever, okay. but I haven't gotten any donations yet. I'm gonna get on to that anyway. So, <laughs> so uh, the reason why King's Day is celebrated is because not only is it the beginning of our biggest tourist season, but it's the beginning of when we can eat king cake. Mm. Which, to be perfectly honest, when you're in New Orleans, you can eat cake, cake whatever you want. But that's not when they sell it. Right. They sell it when King's Day starts. Right. Well, actually, for us, they start selling it right. By, about New Year's. Mm-hmm. That, New that Year's, was interesting to me. That's my first time actually like, really seeing that. New Year's Eve, I saw King Cakes exactly. out. Like, almost right after Christmas, they started putting out King Cakes. And in my head, I've never seen them out that early. Right, exactly. That, this but, is new to me. But this year, they put them out kind of early to me. And I guess because Kings did... I mean, I don't know, brother. They was like, look, we can sell Christmas King Cakes. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, know, I know I had a Christmas King Cake. I asked Christy to bring one to school once. Mm. And I tore it up. Anyway, so speaking of kings, uh, earlier I brought up who would be classified as the new kings of K-pop. Yes. So, like, if oh. I remember correctly, mm. the one of the most brought up kings of K-pop is TVXQ. Huh. That's that's one of the most like they are classified as kings of K-pop. I thought it was shiny. 
shiny kings? Yes. yes. Aren't they technically the newbies of K-pop since they're even shiny? <laughs> I'm just. I've never heard shiny have that title ever. No. I think you just made that up. No, no, no. Well, I mean, when I was first getting into it, maybe because you were just so influential, I it was shiny everywhere for me. Shiny. Shiny everywhere for me. I feel like like it's funny because people talk about BTS a lot, but if you go to people who have been in the K-pop a while, I feel like Shiny was their first mm. entrance into K-pop. Mm. It wasn't BTS. BTS is like not even millennials. What's the generation after millennials? Because millennials stop at 1966. But I'm thinking about kids who were born 1996. Na- you said yeah, 1996. So oh, you said 66. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> If you were born between 1981 and 1996, you were considered a millennial, which I didn't know millennial huh. went back as far as 1981. Because I, I don't think people in 1981, born in 1981, would consider themselves Why did I consider us Generation Z? I don't know. Oh, because you were, were millennials? Forms. Yeah, I mean, I knew we were millennials. I didn't claim I that. Claim I didn't claim it. <laughs> I was like, that's some kids under me. That's really right? what I claimed. The, there, it's really bad. Because you've seen those memes, it was like, mm. everybody blames uh, millennials for everything. Exactly. But get somebody else to fix your computer, Susan. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's like, it's always like, millennials are a curse to our nation. It's like, right. well, call somebody else to figure out where the floppy disk goes, Susan. <laughs> By the way, nobody uses those. Oh, but, that's uh, crazy. Like, Were the millennials? Okay. Yes, like, I will look that up for you. I, know what I didn't know about millennials? That it went back up to... All the way up to 1981. Yeah, you just said that. Yeah, I'm just but saying, like, that seems old to me. No offense, 1981 people. I feel like that, okay, I give us, like I said, before the millennials, I call us a self, I used to call us a selfie generation. Like, we kind of did that, but we weren't so engulfed in our phones and, I don't know, using it forever. I don't know. <laughs> I do, I do feel like. Now I feel hurt the, that we called that. Us come us coming up, we mm. definitely made the phone more integral. Right. People, right. People in our generation, which includes 1981, because mm-hmm. it was those people who are those ages mm-hmm. that technically made that technology more integral. Like if you're gonna talk the start of the technology, you have to talk about people the generation above us. Okay, yeah. Right? Exactly. But if you talk about who made as far as the phone is concerned, more integral. I think the millennial generation definitely made that more mm-hmm. integral. I mean, if you go back and search the history of every single function of your phone, it probably wasn't a millennial. Like, if you search who started the technology for touchscreen technology, mm. who started the technology for this type of stuff, millennials probably weren't involved. But if we're talking about integrating it into everyday life, to exactly, the point that it's like your your third hand. That's right. It's your your phone is your third hand. You have two yes, hands. Yes. And then the phone just sits there. Because now you can talk to the phone. You don't even have to pick it up and type nothing. Y'all now. heard me earlier. <laughs> it didn't work, but you know. <laughs> All right. I, I don't use Google that much, y'all. I found an article that's supposedly this Kings of K-pop. But I don't. But this is the thing. Being one of the Kings of K-pop, right? And actually having the. Uh, Name mm. attached to you, mm. I feel like it's two different things. Being one of and being the two mm. different things. But according to this article, that I don't like how it's worked, how it's written. But also, I wanted to say <laughs> since she she brought it up, because it's kind of not only because of King's Day, but someone and um, music claimed themselves as the king of R and B, and that's a real thing that became a real topic for everyone to discuss. Like everyone that considers themselves the king of R and B, like wait, wait, 
<laughs> it was too funny. Or like doesn't even put them in their league. Like, okay, who's the kings of K-pop? So I see two that are listed as Big Bang, Super mm, Junior. They mm. didn't bring up TVXQ, and I promise you, TVXQ has been named kings of K-pop. I, I was really gonna say Big Bang because I was like, I was, I was shocked that you didn't say. I it was gonna first. say Big Bang, but the reason why I said TVXQ is because TVXQ has had that name for such a long time. Okay. And then uh, Super Junior. Mm. And then Boa is a queen of King Pop, which I totally get. I I will totally agree with you on that. Yeah, because Boa I, has been labeled the queen for a long time. That's why I say she's like the Britney Spears of K pop. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Because Britney Spears to me is one of one of the king the queens of you know uh, pop. I will give that, I will give that to her. Everyone, a lot of people will give that to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Maybe not anymore. Right, no, no. But when it when it was popping in That's the nineties and the two thousands. I don't even know this young man that tried to claim himself as R and B, but from the nine uh, nine to the two thousands. Like, do I even know this young man? But uh, anywho, hey, look, there's a vote. Shani is number three. Okay. So, my kings of K-pop are definitely TVXQ. I give them the name. That's number one. But if we're talking modern day kings of K-pop, okay, modern day. Since you're the newest one. And you're just now starting to get into older people. If you were to go back to the 90s, who would you think would be number one K-pop group in the 90s? Mm-hmm. We're not getting into the 2000s yet. In like 1996, 1997 when it first started. Uh-huh. Think, girl. There were See, like only two groups. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, don't, I mean, there were more than two, but you get what I'm saying. I don't know. See, I wasn't there, mm-hmm. nor do I know my history. So I don't know who's the cutoff point from, you said, the 90s? Yeah, so the early 2000s. K-pop itself, as far as I know, was started technically by H.O.T. Mm. And the group that rivaled H.O.T. the most was Sex Keys. Mm, okay. But then after that, okay. you have G.O.D., you have Shinwa, mm-hmm. you have so, yeah, I, that's say, I don't know which one stops it. There, there were Who? more. R.B.G.? Is R.B.G. or R.G.B.? I'm pretty sure it's R.B.G. I don't know if they'll come up in a search, bro. <laughs> right. Like, to be perfectly honest... But it says RGB was RGB. I know who I'm talking about, you guys. Okay. The internet not know what I'm talking about. But if you're <laughs> in the old school K-pop, then you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Either way, at least I think that's the name. I'm pretty sure it is. That's I don't know, that, 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 Either yeah, way, if you go go to that episode of Running Man where they did old idols, new idols, running mm, idols, mm. a member from that group was okay, on there. Okay. Okay. The dude who was kind of goofy. I can't remember that episode. I remember that episode. I remember so the, the uh, but opening. It's, but it's probably because I watched it five times. Yeah, I haven't. I watched a lot that episode of, a lot. I, don't, I, I have never rewatched an episode of Running Man. That episode literally had a member of GOD, Aww. a member of Sex Keys, mm. a member of HOT, and then a member of RGB. Okay. Plus, Jungkook was with them. Right. But this is the thing. I think, I don't think Jungkook, I think Jungkook debuted before them. And before then, they didn't have the term K-pop, is what I'm saying. Mm. Like, they had pop music. Right. But I don't think they had the term K-pop. I think that's why they consider H.O.T. the start of K-pop. I mean, well, they were actually, well, if I say a group, but, like... So, if anybody, like... was a, a duo. So. Yeah. But if anybody did the whole king of K-pop thing, it'd probably be whoever originated it mm. first, right? Okay. But, of course, as generations change, like, you have... The first generation, second generation, second generation is somebody, third generation. And I want to say we're in fourth generation now, Mm. but it's hard to tell. It's like millennials versus generation. Like, I'm really 
there's like a, a murky water because is shiny part of two or three exactly or are they part of four exactly or is there no four and we're still in three exactly <laughs> that's why i'm so confused i'm like some people call it like it really the scene seems like it depends on who other people's opinions about it because i'm like uh are you claiming them as um generation two or right because no. generation one would probably would definitely be hot and sex keys in it right mm. then in my head generation two goes straight to uh tvxq mm. big bang mm. was big bang in generation two yes but then you have shiny. wait because if you say that big bang's 10 years old huh is it shiny TXQ almost is 10, 10 years old as well? That's what I'm saying. Like, so is Big Bang in the third? Or exactly. Are we, or are we in the third? Exactly. With BTS in them. Exactly. Is BTS XO the third? Because they all debuted in what, like 2012? 2012, 2013? So are we in Generation Oh, wait. <laughs> I don't know what year I thought this was. Because <laughs> I was like, no, that was four years ago. <laughs> so, for real, seven for, years ago. For real, for real, generations are 20 years. That's the exact quantified number for for a generation okay. right but you can't do k-pop generations mm. in the same number of years because if that was the case then technically everybody before 2000 not 2006 before 2016 mm. is one generation mm. but it's not like mm. if you do it based on trends and music quality right exactly because like i was like saying it, music changed so yeah, much the music so drastically very a lot since the early days and right. in some ways it hasn't like exactly. remember a few years ago everybody was doing 90 throwbacks tunes mm-hmm. like straight up it's like the more things change the more they stay the same so if, but let's let's talk about 2019 if we were to name a king of k-pop of 2019 or 2018 since we just started 2019 right it's happened yet well, actually a lot has happened but anyway <laughs> yes. if we were to name a king, king of k-pop or kings of k-pop or queens of king k-pop, k-pop uh-huh. from 2018 who would you pick? I want your number one on each Who dominated? One. Well, I agree with you in saying that BTS was the ones that dominated a lot. Mm-hmm. But my opinion is my opinion. Because I would like to say that my... my BTS dominated with, you know, taking on different ventures and, you know, trying to expand themselves in the Western world. And definitely cracking the Western West yes. wide open. Yes. Like, I feel like everybody had was moving that way anyway right for some reason they, bts just cracked it, it wide was, open it's mainly because i think that that was their main goal that was their core they weren't worried about what was going on with their music per se per se concept wise changing it making it defining it for everyone else mm-hmm. they were like we gotta get into the western world mm-hmm. that was their goals this is so this is my consideration with the growth of K-pop, mm. as much as I'd love to compliment the producer and the artist, mm. I feel like it's all fan work. Yeah, yes, it's definitely all fan work. So, of course, BTS and everybody like that has the skills mm. and deserves the the international recognition that it is receiving. But if it was not for people who really enjoyed the niche mm. and like kept pushing it, because I mean, if I look at you, you were gear that talks about k-pop you pretty much talk to anybody and everybody about it so is that kind of like fan service that kind of fan work i think that like really pushed it over the edge Mm, okay that's what i think i mean i'm not saying that the artist had nothing to do with it because you have to have something to promote exactly but i do think that if it wouldn't have been for 
fans coming up and saying, "Oh no, we're here in America. We're here in London. We're yeah, here let in them know. Saudi yeah, exactly. Arabia. Yeah, you know, we want a concert too or whatever." I don't think it would. K-pop would still be in Asia. See, to see, me. see, a part of that is I get it that everyone wants to know or, or the fans want everyone to know okay when I see a lot of live uh, feeds live stories all of the K-pop fan, I mean K-pop idols going live on like Instagram or um, Live, what have you there's always the fans are saying love from this place love from that place or just really just spamming the chats with where they're, they're from. from Yeah, I hate that to an extent but I also think that that's them trying to let them know that they have fans here yeah yeah, so yeah. I'm like I hate and love it at the same time because I do every so often want it want them to know that you got love right here in the south where we oh, don't get K-pop, which, they, which by the way they don't know anything about. Right, this is Atlanta, right? That's as southern as they go. Maybe they might go to Florida, but the funny thing is Florida is definitely the south. But mm. even people who live in America don't consider Florida part of the south. No, Florida is like its own country. Exactly. Which if we really could, you guys, we would let Florida be its own country. We would soft Florida off of the United <laughs> States and let it. I feel like there's two states, Florida and West Virginia. And if anybody's from Florida, West Virginia is listening. Sorry, but you know I'm right. <laughs> I well, a lot of crazy but you stuff happens. I'm right. Actually, we keep West Virginia. Yeah, I feel like actually, I, I was like, like I that, never yeah. hear any crazy stories from mm-hmm. West Virginia where people be like really stereotyping West Virginia. Super no, hard. I've never heard. But that. I don't even be hearing stuff from West Virginia. But Florida be tripping. Yes. <laughs> They're eating something over there. That's just there's drinking uh, something, uh, eating something. I don't know if it's the sun or all the hurricanes. Well, I actually haven't heard anything in the last two years. There but was, I remember hearing no, no, no. a lot, like four years ago, with talking about some eating people and crap. I'm like, oh, okay. No, there okay. was there was a story recently, and I remember it either came up on Facebook or Instagram, and it was seriously like, yep, we're getting rid of Florida. It's like, like I must can't be rem- Florida. Y'all. I can't. I can't remember exactly what it was mm. now, but when I read it, I was like. We're all so done with Florida. Like, I can't. And, and y'all, when I say, like, it's a weird story, it's not just, like, man murders a baby goat and then sacrifices it to Satan. That mm. actually would be a normal story. It gets worse than that. No, it always does. The, that's the problem. Like, it gets you worse a, than that. Exactly. It always, like, second-guessing, is, is this person human or, like... Yeah. It's like, what's like, really going down in Florida? Florida right now. Like, somebody... It's the hurricanes, I tell you. They're not, they're not equipped like they think for that. Is is stirs the brain, you guys? It stirs the brain. I feel like they eating some nah, eating some type of drug. <laughs> some type of drug just just say, hmm, really? We're sorry, some, Florida. We're sorry. Um, and question: Y'all know what go down down there? If you had a 2018 queen or queens mm. of K-pop, who would it be? Because you you are just now starting to embrace the fact that females yeah. exist in the K-pop. <laughs> no, I always knew that they existed. It's just that they were too fluffy for me. I couldn't handle the whispers and the cutesiness to an extent like it kind of like choked me like I literally like I just recently watched um, a Instagram clip talking about some um, millennials tour girl version I was like yes these were all the women I grew up listening to and no one in k-pop really sounds like this and that's probably why I don't really do girls in k-pop but um like I was impressed with where uh Red Velvet went That's, in the beginning the of the year. Thing. If I had to claim somebody, I think Red Velvet took 2018. I don't like it felt like that was them in the beginning of the year, not necessarily giving it for their last comeback. Um I'm not saying 
I liked it. But right. I'm saying I think as far as who dominated that year. Oh, oh no! I'm sorry. I would actually have to give it to Blackpink. Oh, okay, Blackpink yeah. are Black queens. Blackpink. The babies. I, Black see, Pink, see, yeah. th- that's that, wow. You know what? If we're gonna talk about world domination, mm. Blackpink. <laughs> exactly. See, Blackpink. but there was a part of me that doesn't really want to claim them as the queens of because the generation. Still technically rookies. Not, I'm not yeah, saying of the technically. I'm saying in 2018. Of 2018. Okay, yeah. yeah. See, I, that's another thing where I have it with uh, BTS. I'm like, I can give them that for how determined and how powerful they were for the year. Mm-hmm. But since in my head, a lot of them are still like children. I want to say like they're the princes and the princesses of 2018. <laughs> I don't want to claim I, that they're so. I get what you're saying. So a lot of the first and second generation groups are still active. Right. They're still active. Shinwa still making music. Sex Teens just they? came back. Uh, G.O.D. Uh, is still making music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so is TVXQ and Shiny and yes. Boa. TVXQ Boa just, just came, came back. back. TVXQ uh, just came back. Who I else? That I old mean, album. Girls' Generation has never really gone away. No, exactly. So they, it's like as <laughs> Super Junior came back. So it's, it's like as much as you want to claim that the new up-and-comers are definitely claiming the throne, the the ones that have been keeping it right, warm exactly. are still out there setting stuff on fire so it's like ooh, ooh <laughs> nice ooh, concepts ma'am nice, nice, nice imagery thank you I appreciate this <laughs> I majored in English <laughs> but I'm just saying it's like like is it for me in 2018 if I had to pick I think speaking maybe financially yeah okay yeah BTS would probably be the top or yeah who's who's out in the the Who's dominating Twitter and Who's Instagram and exactly that's what I mean, yeah. If we're talking musically <laughs> Exactly, none. See that would make BTS a category. Yeah. BTS is my top musically. But to be perfectly honest, I wasn't that into K pop in two thousand eighteen. Mm, you so are. unless I'm really trying to think in my head whose music all two thousand eighteen was I into and if I think about it, it'd probably be shiny. Oh, I was really gonna give it to somebody else, not even K-pop. <laughs> I was like, no, who, who, who was her king? Who was her king of 2018? It's like Bad Bunny or J Balvin. Or okay, somebody. yeah, but, but since we're talking about K-pop, K-pop, yeah, like I'm gonna try to stay on topic, y'all. Mm-hmm. But yes, if it was up to me, it probably would be Bad Bunny. Actually, mm-hmm. Bad Bunny did a lot of stuff, and he did a lot of crap. Same thing. If I had to pick a queen, it'd probably be Cardi B. Okay, yeah. Now, Cardi B, y'all. I love her music. Sorry, y'all. I was all up in your ear. She's not. Y'all listen to her. Y'all know what I mean. Do they? I'm not saying she's bad at music, but there are people who you could tell that this is like their craft, and then there are people who's like this is their job and this is their dream, kind of. And like, there's there's to me a definite difference between. This is a craft. This is what they went to school for. This is even if they didn't this go to school. Artistry this is what it, they yeah. studied their their whole life. Whether they went to school or not, this is what they perfected before mm-hmm. they even became exactly. famous. This is their and artistry. then there are people who liked it, wanted to do it, and then became famous because of it. Mm-hmm. This is how the they latter. identify themselves. Yeah, yeah. Cardi B's the latter, so that's yeah. why I'm like, I can't say that she makes the best music. But if I, if it's the same thing with BTS, whoever was trending the most though, it was mm-hmm. definitely her. Mm-hmm. She was trending the most. Like every time you turn on the radio, every time you turned on the TV, every time you went online, her name was up at the top. Yeah, she's the reason why I can't write Bacardi correctly. <laughs> I need to write it a, a lot at work. So that's funny. 
I don't know. Yeah, I I say for me musically, Shiny was my king. Of two thousand eighteen, kings were my kings. Yes, of two thousand. Okay, because they dominated your playlist. Dominated my playlist, but also like, or because you were proud of them, what they did with two thousand eighteen. Both. Mm. Also, have to say like, Shiny was already being more musically experimental experimental mm. isn't really the right, right word but they were doing things with music that people were doing after them yes okay. you know what I mean so it's trendsetters kinda, yeah so they still did that in 2018 mm-hmm. so I'm like they, yes, they, they really in fact yeah the, they didn't follow anyone really with yeah. the music they haven't really not even girl look at you making me think about stuff they never really Chinese followers usually, they're not followers no and that's what you know why I like TVXQ too mm. is because in some ways, so in some ways, you don't want people to sing the same stuff yes. over and over yes. again. But in other ways, if that they're good at their sound mm-hmm. and they've perfected their sound over years, you like hearing the sound. And TVXQ is one of those groups to me. They have perfected such a tight sound and choreography and look mm. that if they veered from that, it would be like, what are y'all, what are y'all trying to do? Are y'all, y'all trying too hard to be like the kids or whatever? Instead of them, like, the thing I liked about TVXQ, instead of after getting military service, it's like, oh my gosh, we're going to be lost forever. We're going to have to copy BTS in order to get back. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, nah, we're just going to do what we usually exactly. do and still kill it. And so that's why I like them. I like Super Junior too. All right, you guys, I'm sorry. I like everybody. Yeah, because right? I, I, I... Everybody was a king and a queen for me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I would, I would give it to my biases or whoever I listen to more. Mm. Ooh, um, in the... Uh, I don't want to call them, like, uh, non-mainstream, but mm. and I, one of the people said that they're not a group, but I don't know. PLT kind of killed it for me for 2018. Kind of got obsessed with them. Uh, Villain is one of the members of the record label called Planetarium. We actually reacted to them. Believe but um, he's like, we're not a group. We're just a label, and we decided to do, do a, song a song together, together. or several songs together, actually. But anywho's, they're going to be doing a European tour. I'm like, ah, they're soon coming to us because we are doing a Make My Taste. And it's building on there. So I'm pretty sure after Europe, they're going to come to the America. Mm-hmm. Um, but anywho's, they kind of dominated the non-mainstream, mainstream. I don't know. Like, it feels like they are. But it's like, kind of, they, they kind of like indie, like, but they're also hip hop. And like, hip hop is never really... It's not, not pop. Mainstream. It's not pop. Yeah, it's not pop. Popular. So in Korea, yeah, uh, hip hop is not considered mainstream. Mm. In America, it is probably the most mainstream you can get. Exactly, really. and that's <laughs> it why it actually out dominates pop. Exactly, and that's why I feel like pop, K-pop. There's some of it is wanna be hip hop. Yes. Because there's yes, a lot of trappy is. sounds going yes, on there. Especially is. the last two years. Winner is the most guilty to me of wanting to be on top of the hip-hop trend, but still needing to sound Pop. K-pop. Yes. So it's like... But none of the songs have been like bad that no. way. I'm just saying, they're the most guilty of that to me. EXO has dabbled in the traps a little bit, but yes. not enough. They always bring it back with EDM, though. They always take you out <laughs> of it. You're like, oh, we about to get a little... Oh, no. Oh. Nope, we're going back. Okay. With They'll all do, the, the, the tropical... They did the tropical house, house which yeah. isn't necessarily trappy, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's trendy, and then they take you out. You're like, oh, we're going back to 2012. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> all right, oh, we're back in 2016? Thank mm. you. Yeah, it's like, I see it, 
but that's about uh what was I about to say about I don't know. Well, I'm because you brought you, up music trends. That's what. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like. let you find that. But who I wanted to be the kings and queens of 2018, we're gonna bring it back to like the New Year's resolutions that I posted recently. Uh, card, one of y'all oh, is our, actually would, a king. Oh, Come on. Would love for Card to just murder 2019. Yes. I'm here for a co-ed mm. murdering. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm here for a slaughter. I need to be slaughtered by somebody. <laughs> that's what I think. Like BTS made headlines because to me bts came and shook up 2018 mm. like nobody had ever done before but in all honesty we were ready for it right we the, were the reason i don't just mean fans i mean the west was ready for it because you saw how big latin music became yes. over the two yes. apparently we're ready for the global dominate we're ready for the sounds mm. of other people for the languages of other people so i think it was just a good year for globalization yeah i mean mm. with uh youtube trying to dominate the world's internet <laughs> not trying definitely doing <laughs> yeah, it it's like everything is go to google go to youtube go to google go to youtube go to instagram like you can't watch any three. music videos without having you have to go to like google and Vivo or whatever but it still exists yes it still does okay but doesn't it exist do youtube <laughs> yes like, how does, it does how, how, like that's the, the first thing that confused me the most yeah, when i first too. saw vivo me come too. out i'm yes. like so how do you get your music video through Vivo, but it still, it still has to come on YouTube. to YouTube? Yes, I was exactly. so confused. I don't yeah. know how that works. So if we're watching everything on the internet, basically like it's te- television nowadays, mm-hmm. everything's, you know, universal now. Yeah, like definitely like Bird Box. Bird Box was seen all over the world. You had people in like the Philippines making jokes about ver- Bird Box, like <laughs> legit, legit. So it's mm. like what once used to be just our thing or just their thing is now everybody's thing kind of so i think that's why k-pop was able to because i mean if we want to consider bts maybe the at the forefront of that Mm -hmm. then we can but if you think about nct had a good year yes seven had a good year yes uh bap had a pretty fulfilling year BAP has some downs Monster X Monster X had a good year yes. but no BAP got um they got a press they got press especially now that Billboard has like a dedicated K-pop yeah. section okay and a lot of a lot of music things are hopping on that a little mm. bit more now they're giving they're dedicating a section to K-pop they're like dedicating reporters to specifically that right and genre of music finally Google Play has you know that <laughs> mm. just, you know who I just thought about 2pm mm. they I don't know if they're the king they would ever be classified as kings of k-pop but they're definitely kings of beast idols yes beast idols yes kings of manliness yes even their military service was manly because mm-hmm. Wu Young's gone Jun Kei's gone yes Taekyung's gone Everyone except for our Jun Ho and Chan Sung are gone. Are you line? Where? Who else? Is you said Jun Sung. No, they're Some, not gone yet. You said Jun Ho and uh, Chan Sung. No, no, no. I'm saying they're gonna be gone. No, they're, yeah, but they're I'm gonna missing be gone. somebody because there's six of them. <laughs> who did you say? <laughs> you said Taekyung, right? Uh, do I do, I do this Jun-Kay. every time? Jun Ho. Nikun, Nikun oh, doesn't have to go. No, he doesn't. I'm sorry, guys. That's, you know why I always forget him, right? Because he doesn't actually have to go. No. And no, he no. already got out of Thai military service, which I'm starting to think is rigged. 
by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say you didn't how, use it. How everybody from Thailand that works in Korea don't have to go. I don't huh? know. I know that the people that, there's, that are the same age are blessed, though. Yeah. Like, I hope there's a K-pop idol that's going to be in my year. Like, that way we all get the black card. <laughs> me, straight up, uh... I still like Sungjae. Sungjae was on Master in the House, and he talked about Eun Kwang going to mm-hmm. the military service, and he sounded so bitter, y'all. At first, it sounded really sentimental. He's like, Hyung, I miss you. I hope you're well and healthy. And then he's like, but it looks like you're having fun without us, so <laughs> hope you're having more fun with everybody. And then they were like, hold up. Why do you sound like you're hurt? And he was like, oh, no, there's just a lot of cool people that he got in mm-hmm. with, you know, like Juju and whatever. And then the more he talked again, the more he was like, must be nice it was like okay <laughs> if you really missing that bad you go to i really need to see way, this episode i really that do. way it doesn't hurt as much i'm just saying oh you know who i like that's back kwang he mm. I, I think i honestly think every episode we talked about the military every episode <laughs> of this podcast we talked about korean military but it's a big thing to talk about and it's like kind of like all my favorites are going like all the opas yeah <laughs> like it's, it's just it just kind of comes with the territory like mm. it's so funny because in America there are celebrities who do actually go into American military not forcefully obviously but there are some people like there are some actors who have been in before they got famous or who yes, have gone in maybe after famous, yeah. after like there's a couple of athletes or Olympians who have actually been known to go in after they get a gold medal yes, or silver medal okay, or whatever. That, yeah. yeah, or a football player or whatever. And so the American military is a big thing here. It's just you don't have to do it. It's not a worship yeah. office and we don't have a timeline. Yeah, we don't we have, have anything. To I do mean, it. I do think they I do think that if you're like sixty seven years old and you're no, like no. I'm ready to serve no. Uncle Sam, they'll be like, um You would take an office sir, job. <laughs> we um Thank you for your you missed the deadline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sir. Like we appreciate the love and whatnot, but maybe we could just have you. I don't know. Do you have a dog you could come with and support? You know, show your support to people. I don't know. Like keep your day job. Just give us donations. Yeah, or something. <laughs> Actually, I'd send him in the war. He said he ready. <laughs> like, all right, can you fly a plane? No. All right, get out. Get out. <laughs> you can't fly a plane. I thought after all these years, you'd have some skills, Gramps. <laughs> Either way, I think for me, my queens, mm. like you said, red velvet or black pink, it's definitely between the two of them. Mm. Is it called uh, black velvet? Or is it called red pink? Or is it called black velvet? I mean, pink velvet. What's it called? There, There's a thing where they combine the names of black pink and red velvet. There's also one where they do twice in red velvet, I think. Mm. Or twice in black pink. I'm sorry, I haven't been sticking with the trends. Twice velvet? I never really velvet do. Twice. Velvet ice? Alright you guys, if you guys have a king or queen or king and a queen of K-pop, please let us know in any comments section. That you can find available. Yeah, that you can find. Uh, we'd like to know because I, I know myself, I am a mainstream kid. I have not gotten into rookies. I have not gotten into people who were maybe in the underground or in the indie section of K-pop. Mm. So, all my choices were, like, people who I've known for a few years. So, I feel bad if I missed. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe somebody else is like, oh, no, it's 17. Oh, no, it's 101. <gasps> 101. Yeah, well, yeah. actually, I did not give 2018 to them, even though that was their last year or their year. Mm-hmm. I gave it to them when they came out. Mm-hmm. They debuted in Jump. 
was that 2018 or was that 2017? I think it was late 2017. Yeah, I will give that to them. I will not give them 2018. In fact, yeah, I really I feel felt like, like NCT. Fell off a little yeah. bit. NCT was technically my 2018, but I, I really wanted to be biased and just say my ultimate bias was the kings of 2018. Uh, yes, I was going to give God seven that. And also, I wanted to correct myself. That other, that other hire was mm-hmm. the actual song that I think Mark made. Mm-hmm. They debuted in August 7th, 2017. Yeah, yeah. I would give them the end of 2017, or rather yeah, they, the entire 2017, because that's when they developed the even show. even the show yeah, exactly. took over in 2017. So but I, I would not give them 2018. Yeah, I feel like they a little... I think in 2018, they were trying to develop them more individually, because they knew they were going to break up at the end of You're the right? year. So you can't really... I don't think it was just doing a lot of tours. I don't then. know, it's just also... Mm. It's so hard. Like, I honestly wish... That somebody like for both IOI and 101, why couldn't the big company that manages them be like, So I'm about to make this money, I'm buying out contracts? I know it'd probably right. be expensive to buy out contracts for like 24 kids. Also, we have 17, 2017. 2017 was kind of two, um, 17's year for me. 17? Mm-hmm. 101 and 17. Mm. I'm just saying there. I know there are K-pop groups I missed. I'm more on my yeah. My these kids have never disappointed me for the past like five years I've been right, in K-pop, exactly. and even this year they didn't disappoint me. Kind of kicked. Right. That's why I kind of kept mine more like TVXQ, Super Junior, Shiny, Big Bang wasn't here. Right. They weren't here enough. Well, you guys know what to do. When you can, please share this podcast with your friends. Share it and family. Like it. Subscribe, whatever you gotta do. And your enemies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Share with as many people as you can if you want to. What if what if they do share with their enemies and they're like, because I hate them? <laughs> Listen to this 30 Listen minute to podcast. This horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but you guys, I think we're as relatable as we can because we are everything you wanted. We will see you guys. And didn't ask for. Next one. <laughs> Peace. Welcome back to another everything you wanted. This is your everything you wanted host, Elish, aka George, ENF2, and Chicken George. And shrimp rice. And shrimp. <laughs> Chicken George and shrimp rice. That's what I said. Shrimp fried rice? Not fried. Just shrimp and rice. Shrimp rice. You keep it the New Orleans way, you guys. You say that. I, I was like, y'all see something. the people come and just stop. Right. Dang. Just reckless with You're their You're welcome, driving. bro. I try to keep it up for you, man. <laughs> for the people of America, man. The topic, not so topic, because, you know, this is everything you wanted. We don't stay on topic. Uh, Do we lifestyle, <laughs> lifestyle. The topic for the night is, or the day, however, whenever you listen to this podcast, um, is basically uh, what makes up a K-pop, I mean, not K-pop, a K-drama. What as, makes up a K-drama? As in, I've just recently watched a read of... I viewed a, a meme, and basically you have to have a like shirt. Started package me. Yeah, basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to have a shirtless scene. And I've recently watched newer dramas, as in 2018 dramas, and I'm like, oh, this is a, this is a this is a K um, this is a K drama for sure. It has a shirtless scene. <laughs> so sometimes the shirtless scenes make sense, and sometimes you're just like, why is he thinking in the shower instead of like I don't know at a desk? You know what I mean? Or why is he reminiscing about something that has nothing to do with water in the shower? Literally. Like, he had a traumatic event as a child where he got, like, lost in the street for, like, two seconds. Oh. But he's thinking about it in the shower. <laughs> as if, I mean, I can understand if you're dreaming. Right, exactly. In the shower, that's when you think about it? Exactly. You think about getting clean in the shower? For some strange reason, uh, one of the drama.
tub with all his clothes on. He wakes up. I was like, were you about to commit suicide? What happened? Why are you in this tub What's up? with water? And he, and he gets out of the like, tub. You know what's wrong. I was like, I do not. Not you, but oh, the yeah, people okay. listening. He gets out of the tub and then takes off his shirt. I was like, oh, okay, Opa, you can do this. But I'm just like, it Same. doesn't make any sense. This is... <laughs> I was like, oh, this makes this a kid. This is a kid drama, you guys. He took off his shirt. He's half naked for you guys. This is a kid drama. I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> the drama with Joe and Sung and your girl, I can't remember. Gong, Gong Hyo Jin. Mm. Gong Hyo Jin. Mm. I feel like horrible for pronouncing it so badly. But um, he actually slept fully clothed in a bathtub. Mm. <laughs> and psychological problems. So that was a good okay. Kid. But I don't think I ever saw a shirtless scene in that. And if I did, I missed it. Exactly. Uh, what other There's another drama I just started. And I was like, oh, this is this is another one. It was like, this is 2018. I thought that was only like a thing for the older for the dramas. Yeah. <laughs> the ones with the stupid love scenes where there's like a melt, like, like, like your leads and then your uh, supporting leads. And you like, you for the second lead, male lead. You're rooting for the second male lead, but you know he's not going to get the girl. In my head, Love Alert didn't have a, a, a straightness scene. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the middle lead in Love Alert has the face of a 12 year old. So imagine <laughs> seeing that man shirtless and be like, why is the baby shirtless? <laughs> like, this is child abuse. Put the, baby, put the shirt on the baby. Like, he really, even my mom said, well, he looks 12. I was like, thank you, mom. <laughs> thank you. The man has a ultimate baby face, but I love him. Anyway. So, I really need to look it up. I'm going to have to look up the other drama that I the, watch. The only episodes you can skip, even though they bring up good points, are 10 and 11. 10 and 11 were seriously the most boring episode, episode of the whole drama. I mean, they had things that like you wanted to know or see, mm. but other than those particular scenes, you could skip those episodes, kind of. It's kind of like with airs where you can skip the whole show except for a few episodes. <laughs> this one, you How? have to watch the whole show except for those episodes. Yes, you could. You could. It was like, okay, thanks. It was alright. For something that was promoted so hard, I expected more. That was the kind of thing. Like, they were, and I mean, Drama Fever, this was their first, I think, co production, so they were pushing it hella hard. Like, if not the actual people who, like, Korean drama, blah, 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 Drama Fever was pushing it hard. You guys, I cried. Alright? Mm. So, yesterday, I was on my phone, and I was like, let's see what's up. I was clicking Netflix, I was clicking Hulu, I was Vicky clicking YouTube, clicking Cocoa, and I was like, I'm missing one. And I was like, I'm missing one. Fever. I was so sad. I was like, I'm missing one. No. Oh, other dramas that uh, confirmed that, well, the other two dramas I was referring to that are definitely confirmed, key dramas because of, you know, the strength of the scene, was uh, 12 Nights and The Smile Has Left Your Eyes. Like, The Smile Has Left Your Eyes, I wasn't really even really trying to expect it because, like I said, the way it started off, well, you guys probably don't know because I probably didn't write it, um, say it in the podcast, but the way it started off, I was kind of dumbfounded. And the way they structured the relationships, I was dumbfounded to find out there was going to be a shirtless scene towards the middle end so you guys look out for that but like in 12 12 nights of like yeah sure sure this thing's definitely gonna be in this one <laughs> yeah there are some dramas like okay uh what drama with nam drew hook he was a swimmer so it would have been more weird if there wasn't a right <laughs> and like well um, this is about an athletics com, com- wait what the heck Sorry, all of a sudden I thought I had a yeah, word I was about to deliver and I was like, it went away. Like, no, it wasn't like that. Okay, okay. Uh, but as serious. Like, as a swimmer, yeah, so. So, I mean, certain dramas, you like, you get it. And 
sometimes it's like you know this is, this is the weird thing to do. if we care about them being in the shower once we should care about them being in the shower more than once don't they shower every day <laughs> like we should have a shower team once an episode and that's not me being thirsty I'm just saying to make it make sense that you even need to throw in a shower right, scene right. there should be like an actual legit reason like oh like let's say we watched a drama about somebody with OCD and he had to take a shower 13 times before he left the house then you'd be weird for not showing that but mentioning it all the time right like I feel like part of it would at least be in every episode since right. you know that's the thing he has to do before right. he's out show the man in the shower not for 13 not as long as for 13 times, times yeah. but for just just like Clips any showers and, yeah. and then you know you forward to the thing but I'm saying some people I feel like when they add it I understand trying to give a little eye candy but a lot right. of times you don't need to you don't you fall like, in love with them just for their face alone exactly i was like okay i guess we need this I, we didn't need this shirtless scene but i mean i guess we're gonna watch it i was really i mean i was impressed with all of the shirtless scenes i've seen in 2018 but i'm just like we didn't really need it mm-hmm. <laughs> but good for you for working out for the scene you know i was watching fuller house the other day and the lady who played becky laura laughlin oh. uh her arms are amazing yes like yes. angela bassett uh, her, who else? There are some women whose arms are just, you like, goals. Girl, man, love uh, you. Look uh, at them arms. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And so, I feel like men are the same way. And honestly, just from their arms, yes. you be like, oh, you have them arms. I can tell. Ooh, body. Like, arms. You know I, what I mean? You don't need the shirt. Exactly. I, in fact, I was actually not even expecting it. Dude was wearing black tee. As in, where it's not, not many sleeves. white tee. It wasn't even a white, it's not like a little t-shirt tank top type thing. It was literally like half of his bicep was showing. It was barely even there, but it still looks good. I was actually shocked. It was uh, Young Yosef. I was like, oh, oh, you look good in this black t-shirt. Who are you? I see you. You're squishy. What is, what's going on? Just like humans are squishy, but I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A lot of times, like, also, where are the women's shower scenes? If we're going to really take this thing all the way, you have to show women in the bath now. I mean, but they don't do the <laughs> Of course you... I know why they show men versus women. Mm. I always want to pass up this house. Always want to pass up this house. I think I passed it up anyway. <laughs> or I didn't. I can't remember. We're gonna find out. We're going to find out. But um, it's like they don't do, you know, that much sexual content from music videos for females. Or rather, they're more on the cutesy side than they are sexualized. They don't do that for K-dramas. Oh, I, she's here. Oh, look at you. You found it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad at this. I'm sorry, sir, on the bike. He's been like, what is this hoe doing? It's like, I apologize, dude. Yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest, y'all. This, the, the, basically, the K-drama starter pack, basically. The meme is real. Like, I didn't know that that was a part of things, but it is a thing. Like, it feels like some people, some PD nims, feel like they have to have uh certain starters situations happening in their dramas to confirm that they are actually K-dramas. <laughs> like, we have to have a shirtless scene. We have to have a uh, second male lead syndrome. Mm. These are things we have to have. We, I, ooh, I'm done with the second male Me lead too. triangle it thing. Hurts I so hard. think that doesn't happen that often, so no. why even do it? I'm over that one. Okay, you guys, this has been in Everything You Wanted with your Everything You Wanted host of deliciousness. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. We'll see you guys in the next one. <laughs>